When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey.
folks, welcome to an all-new episode of So Bad It's Good. We never we never don't have a new episode. We've had so many episodes just this week. I mean, we had Sophie on Monday, we had the Hollywood Raw guys, uh, we had Kirby Johnson back on the show, and today we have uh, a new guest, even though I feel like she's been on, but I, I've just talked to her so much. I've been on her podcast, I've been on when she is uh, co-hosted Shenanigans with Sheena Shea. We got Jamie Lynn from the podcast Jamie All Over uh, making her first visit to the podcast, even though I have a feeling she'll be on many more times, and um, listen... If you haven't listened to her podcast, stop what you're doing and go listen to this week. I mean, she had two episodes this week, but the one there, there's one everybody's talking about with her friend Kale. Who there's so much. Oh, I uh, listen. I hate when a, I hate when a grown man says tea, but there is so much tea spilled in that episode. We'll get into some of the things that was said in that episode. So she's the guest. But how are you guys doing? We're so close to Friday. We are so close. I'm so tired. My voice is uh, run ragged. We did a, a live Patreon tonight, and we had done, we had picked the date for this a long time ago, not realizing Vanderpump Rules. We didn't even realize Vanderpump Rules was going to be as intense as it was this season. So we went ahead and did it, and we still had a nice-sized crowd, and we had a blast for that uh, hour that we did it. Thank you to everybody that joined. And if you're a Patreon member, you can go watch that video right now and see see all the hijinks and all the questions answered and all that stuff. It's a lot of fun. It's a fun group. If you want to join, patreon.com forward slash so bad it's good. Uh, listen, I watched tonight's Vanderpump Rules after that and watch what happens live. Great to see Katie Maloney and great to see Danny Pellegrino who announced his new holiday book, which I'm so excited about. I think that's like his... That's his, that, That's what I like. That's in the pocket, man. That's in the pocket for him. I want to hear holiday stories from Danny Pellegrino. I just do. I think I feel like that's a no brainer. You got to get that book. Um, tonight's Vanderpump Rules. I'm going to do a full recap on Friday. So many thoughts, man. So many thoughts on this episode. Oh, is it normal to? Is it normal to cringe so much during episodes of this show because you're just already thinking about what's going to happen in the future and you're just like, oh, oh my God, no, ha, ha. Um, here, but I want to hit you with good news right out of the gate. Just an hour, less than an hour ago, Ariana Maddox made her triumphant return to Instagram, even though, listen, all social media is just horrible. But she finally, uh, she finally returned and she had... Is she had a beautiful message, you guys? Um, can I can I read it to you? Of course, I can read it to you. Okay, I'm gonna read it to you. You've already seen it, but I just I, I thought this was just amazing. She uh, had the beautiful dress she wore to the wedding. The the what is this multicolored? I'm not good at describing fashion. I wear old navy. Uh, she just writes, and this is by the way. I just want to point out the differences when you have a statement slash PR statement like you did with Tom and Rachel Raquel. Um, there's just a difference, and you can tell this comes from her. Um, so it says, "Hi, where to begin?" I want to express. My most sincere gratitude for the outpouring of love and support I have received from friends, family, and people I've never even met in the last two weeks. When I have felt like I couldn't even stand, you all have given me the strength to continue and seen me through my darkest hours. To say I have been devastated and broken is an understatement. However, I know that I am not in this alone. So many of my closest friends are also grieving this loss right now and reeling from this betrayal on so many levels. 
I am so fucking lucky to have the best support system in the world, and I hope I can repay every single person for the love you have shown me. What doesn't kill me, better run. Love, Ariana. What doesn't kill me, better run. What a great line! Shit, hey, I'm like calling Rihanna. Rihanna, you know that uh, new sound you've been looking for? Well, listen to this. I mean, that's a Rihanna song title right there. What doesn't kill me, better run? Ariana, do you just have your first single off your, your upcoming album? My goodness. So that really made me so happy. And I think that says it all. But it also says there's light at the end of the tunnel. It also, you know, it, that just made me really happy. And I think that's super inspirational for people. And we've all been through heartbreak. I mean, this is truly a betrayal on a, a different level in so many ways. And we see that even on tonight's episode. It's really, I have so many thoughts and I can't wait to share those with you guys on Friday. Uh, but we're going to get right into the episode. I've been doing long episodes all week. It's probably killing you. Uh, I know I am definitely exhausted emotionally, spiritually, not just from the episodes, just from everything right now. Um, but I wanted to talk about our guests. And I bring this up many times because, listen, Jamie Lynn didn't have to do this. I asked her today um, and she said, oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Of course, she's she's always been great to me. And I bring this up in the beginning. I always talk about when Sheena got really upset at me, uh, rightfully so. I didn't realize what I was doing, but I revealed Summer Moon's name. Well, I was, I didn't, that's, you guys already know the story, but Jamie was one of the first people that reached out to me that was her friends and said, hey, um, I know, you know, you didn't, you know, you might want to take this down. It kind of upset Sheena. And Jamie has always just been really, really nice to me. And I've, uh, gotten to know her better over the years, and I think she's just great. And she really does have this great podcast, a little uh, a little corner of the world that she's kind of put out there for herself that I think is great. And it doesn't involve Vanderpump rules and pop culture. Like, I, I talk about this, but it involves so many other things. So I think this is a cool entrance point into her podcast. And what I love about podcasting is there's so many people with just really good, distinct voices and so much good information out there. And like, like with me, I don't care how you found me. At least you found me, you know? I mean, that's the thing. And I, I hope that's the, the case for you guys with Jamie too, is that this might be your entrance point to her podcast, but I think it's there's a really great stuff worth checking out in there that's inspirational, that has to do with business, that has to do with health. I mean, she runs the gamut. Um, and she assures me at the end, she's not going to just cover the Vanderpump beat because, uh, then she would destroy me, you know, and we would be we would be in a podcasting war and we don't want that. But I, I just told you, like I told you in the beginning, you got to check out this episode. But we talk about a lot of the facts from this episode, but it is wild because she really gives us a, the, a, a clear timeline of when she believes this starts. And she shares with us why. She has a video. She was like right there. There was like uh, four of them hanging out, two of them being, you know, one being her and then the other Raquel and uh, Tom. But she believes this was started um, after Boys Night, which we saw at the very end of tonight's episode. And that is chilling to me because if you really look at that timeline, that means, oh, wow. Ariana's dog, Charlotte, passed away, and a couple nights later, Tom started whatever goofy thing he thinks this is in his head, and there's just so much darkness and so much pathos to this that I just, it's just so weird and gross to think on so many levels, and even after watching tonight's episode, you'd be like, well, Raquel was treated this way and that way. I'm sorry, though. 
You don't have, like, listen, we all have pain. We all have really tough situations. And we're really forced to make a lot of tough choices every day. And sometimes we don't get it right. But this is a spectacular failure. And I think that's uh, the wild thing. On top of, a lot of people have already pointed out, you can see that Raquel uh, clearly what looks like a black eye in one of the scenes after the the Vegas trip. And it seems like that is a common occurrence on that one uh, part of her eye. Somebody was saying they actually get that themselves when they over uh, drink, you know, maybe it's a reaction to that, but it seems, I don't know. So anyways, she interviews this gentleman named Kale. They're all friends with Kale even talks about the black eye uh, in this, but Jamie gives her timeline and, and listen, you know, Jamie can't say this for sure. Like a lot of us are saying, no, we think it started before this. A lot of people said Tom was wearing the, uh, the, the lightning necklace, you know, tonight's episode. That means it started, it was already started. And it's like, guys, I hate to break it to you. Tom was wearing that lightning necklace for a long time. And also Tom, Tom, the logo on a lot of their shirts have that lightning necklace and it has for years. So I do think he might've gotten one for Raquel or Raquel got one just to impress Tom. But I don't, I don't think that necessarily means that I'm not saying it didn't start earlier, but this is the clearest timeline that we got is that it, it potentially started or was already going on at this point. And this was in August. Um, so they also talk a lot about the restraining order that has been filed against Sheena. We talk about the reunion in my interview with her. Um, also, Kale also mentions, and I just want to point this out because I've been wrong about so much, but he was at Coachella too, and I was at Coachella with him too, and we both think nothing was going on at that point. But like I said, who knows at this point? Um, he also, Kale, has spoken to uh, Raquel, Rachel, and uh, they've talked about her having codependency issues. Um, you know, she also told him that, you know, she doesn't think Tom is the one in the long run. But who knows at this point? I figure once you lie so much, you might be lying to your friends at that point as well. Um, so the other thing in this podcast of hers that you got to listen to and what really I hadn't thought about, too, is that they bring up Sheena's wedding. Uh, to Brock. And it uh, it's hard because this was going on at that wedding. And they bring up some things regarding that. And just the thought of that, the thought of Ariana being there and Tom being there and Raquel being there. And, and that's also where the Schwartz kissed happened, which they talk about that as well. I'm telling you, this pod has everything that she did. Um, you got to go listen to it. But also, uh, the gentleman talks about his conversation with her and uh, saying that, uh, you know, he told her, he's like, yeah, this friendship group for you is gone, but you're young enough that you can rebuild. And she seemed uh, she seemed concerned with how she is going to be portrayed and she wanted to be a better woman um, and not a complete villain. And he tells her that she needs to sit in her shit right now. She needs to face the music. And also, I thought this was really interesting, was that they were talking about, uh, you know, Raquel always had a thing about how Lala thought about her. And you even see that in tonight's episode. And in the end, you know, I think he points out that Lala was right. 
in a lot of the ways to feel this now, you know, with how everything, I mean, isn't it weird how life works? You're so worried about something, yet you still end up being the person that you don't want to be, the person that somebody says you are, that you're trying to prove that you're not. You end up being that person. It's just wild. And she had free will, free choice. But at the end of the day, this Tom, you know, I mean, Raquel betrayed Ariana, sure. But Tom, it's just a spectacular failure in so many ways. So anyways, those are just a couple quick notes, but the podcast has so much more in it, you guys. Um, And also, Jamie, uh, of course, sometimes co-hosts the Shenanigans podcast as well. I know she just recorded today. So that should be out probably on Friday. And like I said, my recap of Vanderpump Rules will be out on Friday as well. But I hope you guys have a great Thursday. This has been such a long day. Um, And so we're just going to get to the interview. This is a quick, like, 39-minute interview. It's a lot of fun. Uh, And I hope you get something from it. And I hope to hear from – I hope to hear from – I hope uh, you guys will check out Friday's episode. And uh, that's it. Um, I I hate this part because I always never know how to end because I want to keep talking to you. But uh, let's just get to the interview. Here she is from the podcast Jamie All Over, Jamie Lynn. You guys, I am so excited to have uh, our next guest. She is somebody that actually has been so good to me over the years. Uh, She's actually one of the people that warned me when I uh, accidentally revealed uh, Sheena's baby name. She was actually the nice one of the people that like, hey, you might want to take this down. She's always been really great to me. And she is so talented in her own right. Um, You now know her from a podcast, which I'm going to talk about because you need to subscribe to our podcast. It's called Jamie All Over. Now, the two episodes that have released this week are very heavy Vanderpump, but she talks to business leaders, thought leaders. Um, I mean, she really talks to the gamut. It's something that you should have on your listen to list immediately. Also, she is one of the co-owners, investors of the Sugar Taco restaurant franchise. That is amazing. Um, So she had a, a podcast that she released today that I think this is what the beauty of podcasting is because when these immediate things happen, sometimes you have to wait like Vanderpump rules. You have to wait for months sometimes to get some of the story. And this was so immediate and she asked all the right questions. And so she is actually doing me a huge favor by coming on because this is night. She doesn't want to be doing this. She's great. Anyways, Jamie Lynn from Jamie all over the podcast. Welcome to the show. So um, listen, you have had quite a week um, I mean, what's, I don't know what, what is going on, man? Like, how are you holding up? Because you're also one of the like frequent co-hosts of shenanigans. One of your best friends is Sheena. Is this blowing your mind? Like it's blowing all of our minds. Absolutely. I have had such a crazy week. I actually was slightly off topic, but I was diagnosed with ADHD on Wednesday. And then all of this happened Wednesday night. So I would have liked to have taken this. <laughs> Wait, so you can't even concentrate on this stuff. I You're all not. over the place. I am overstimulated. <laughs> and it's an official That's... diagnosis. <laughs> oh my. Okay, well, that's official. So hopefully we'll get the medicine to actually zero you in. But what I think is interesting, and I, I, I want to point out once again, is that your podcast is great for so many different reasons. It's just so funny because it's so on the tip of everybody's tongue right now. I've always, I talked about it on today's show. Everybody's talking about it out there because you have an interview with, 
I mean, first off, you have firsthand knowledge of so much of this stuff because you actually have hung out with these guys for years and years. Um, but now you had a guest on today that really gave behind the scenes information that gave us a peek into one of the pieces that we've been missing of the actual Raquel, Rachel, Tom romance. Yeah, basically the timeline. And what was interesting about this is that we were there for it and we didn't even realize it. And so now we look back on the timeline of over the summer and when did this actually happen? And as we were also putting the pieces together, we realized, oh, it happened right after boys night, which is the episode airing today or tonight of Vanderpump Rules. So, so basically you and Brett, the manager of uh, Schwartz and Sandys, who you've seen on the show now, guys, a couple of times, you guys, was it after guys now you went over to, to Saddle, which by the way, hysterical that it's Saddle Ranch, very LA, very LA. Sandoval literally rode the bull before. Of course he did. I'm not going to finish that sentence, but you know. We're and Raquel, Raquel's like, yay. Well, I mean. That's the thing is that like you've been around these people so much, I guess, even aside from the podcast and stuff, what I was saying, even when I've hung out with them, when it's not been like, I never thought anything of him going out all the time. I never thought anything because when I was around, he wasn't like gunning for when I was around, he wasn't gunning for women. I was at, by the way, the, your guest today, I'm sorry, what's his name again? Kale Ramsey Ackerson. He said he was, I was at Coachella with them. I mean, I was there each day. I don't, I mean, when I look back at my, my memories, I'm like, Ariana, Ariana was there the whole time. I don't, I mean, he was putting everybody on his shoulders. I didn't really think much of it. He's just so nice. But now, I mean, there was no part of you that like in retrospect, yeah, but there was no part of you that's like, why is she here by her? Like, I mean, she just seemed to have I had gotten two, in. I, yeah, I had those, I had two of those thoughts. And it was just quickly dismissed one B and I actually mentioned both on my podcast episode. First one was after I watched back the footage of the video I had taken. Now it sounds like I'm just a stalker taking video of like my two friends from yeah. the car, but that's not how it went down. <laughs> and like us weekly and everyone who's picking this up, they leave this key piece of information out, which is that Brett and I did this as a joke and we were kind of doing voiceovers for them. So he was Raquel, I was Sandoval. And we were just, you know, being, I was being my eccentric, best eccentric version at, that I could possibly be. He was being Raquel. And it was, to us, it was hilarious. It was kind of, remember, was it, was it Mystery Science Theater 3000 where they would sing? Yeah, I mean, by the way, yeah, I know, yeah, where you would do the like, ah, da, 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 like total voices. Wait, did you post this ever on Instagram? No, and that's where I'm going with this. So we showed it to them after we finished. It's not like they didn't know we took video of them. They were cracking up, laughing at it. I had their blessing to post it. And then before, right before I posted it, I was like, I'm not posting this because that was the moment to me. I was like, this looks way too intimate. And I don't want Ariana to get the wrong idea. And I don't want to disrespect Ariana. So I'm not posting this. And I just forgot about it after that. But I personally didn't think anything was going on. I just thought it looked a way that it actually wasn't. But little did I know something was actually transpiring because they then left there. And we think this was the first night that they actually hooked up. And that will all I come mean, out in a story. We'll, we'll, 
I mean, will we get to see this video ever? Will we get to, I mean, are you allowed to even say like when you have a video like this, this actually could be a, I mean, I hate to say a key piece of evidence on a relationship, but this really is turned into something so much bigger than the actual show now. It's, it's crazy, but I mean, on one hand, we don't need any more evidence because they've admitted to it, you know, so it's not <laughs> like, oh, this doesn't really prove anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What they've already admitted to, but I think we may see this because when they reshot, not reshot, when they started picking up again, yeah, and they're going to put, I don't know how many episodes towards the end, while this is all happening, the video was brought up and I did sign a release for it. So I'm guessing it will be towards the end of the season, but no one's going to hear the voiceover. I'm going to assume it's going to be. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't it be great if the voiceovers left in there? That's like amazing. Wait, and and have you talked to Brett in the last week? I talked to him, but not about this and not since my podcast came out. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's so like I was at Schwartz and Sandy's like before, Christmas and and I met him and talked with him. He was such a nice guy. I mean, he's still a nice guy, obviously. I mean, he's probably going through a hell of his own, but I, I'm just so curious now. And this is another thing is that I, I always assure the audience is that this really was a surprise to everybody around because there's a whole ecosystem like Vanderpump Rules. These are real people that actually have real lives. Like you've been on the show a couple of times, but you're not a main cast member, but you've been around like they still have lives when the camera goes off. Could you explain your relationship of like, how did you, how did you become friends with Sheena in the first place? Yeah. I mean, that goes back really, really far. I was good friends with Chriselle Stouse, who you're. Yes. You know, from uh, Selling Sunset. Sunset. Yeah, yeah. I forgot. Yeah, I was going to say your listeners <laughs> probably watch Selling Sunset as well. This is a very reality based yes. podcast. So Chriselle and I were best friends for 10, 15 years. We lived in New York City. I was the first friend she made when she moved to New York City, started on the soap opera All My Children. So we went back a ways. And then we both ended up moving to LA. And then around that time, Sheena had a makeup line that <laughs> randomly sent to Chriselle. I was at, I mean, Talking about this now, it sounds so crazy that this is how we became friends. I was at Chriselle's apartment when she received the makeup. I was like, who is this from? Sheena Shea. You know, I think she's she's on that show, Vanderpump Rules. I'm like, oh, yeah, I've heard of that. And then somehow that transpired to maybe Chriselle thanking her for the makeup. And then Sheena saying, let's all get dinner sometime. Because at that time, Sheena and her mom were big fans of all my children. They were like into soap operas. Sure, they wanted to meet Chriselle. So Chriselle says to me, like, okay, like, will you come with me? I mean, it's it's kind of funny, like, making new friends as adults. It's like, I don't want to go to this, like, thing by myself. Yeah, I mean, you know, to meet these people I've, yeah. I've never met before. So I go to the dinner. Of course, we had dinner at Pump. And I met Sheena and her sister, Courtney, and her mom, Erica, that night. And this is just around the time when This Is Us was there was like a pilot for it but it wasn't out yet and Justin Hartley was with us as well at the time and it was I remember this night because he said to all of us he's like yeah you know I shot this pilot I think this show is going to do well and here we are <laughs> yeah, all watching we the, right we're watching the pilot for this is us and 
I mean, it did okay. That's great. (laughs) So, I mean, did you and Sheena hit it off immediately or was it like a slow burn kind of friendship? Because, I mean, we obviously know it became a really, you know, uh, very solid friendship, but was it slow burn at first? No, no, we hit it. We hit it off immediately. And Chriselle and I had invited her out to a couple other events. And then weird things started happening (laughs) between me and Chriselle. Yeah. If you want to hear that story, you have to go really far back into shenanigans, but we had Christine Quinn on and I explained the story there. I won't bore your listeners with that. Oh, but wait, wait, wait. Nothing is boring at this point. I mean, <laughs> we are so into this that like any kind of minute detail, like is like some kind of puzzle piece, even if it, you're like, I'm like, oh my God, it's fascinating how this actually spans even other reality shows now. Um, yes. But what I'm saying is always like you've been around these people for so long. You're you're used to a certain level of insanity in the way they live their lives or present their lives on camera. For this, did this even blow you? Like this even blows me away for somebody that watches this nonstop uh, because it is so real. I mean, did it did it feel the same way for you? Absolutely shocking. It's because it's a betrayal that you can't even comprehend. Until it actually, until now, now this is all on our radar. Now we're, everyone's looking at their friend and their partner and like, oh, could you do this to me? But prior to this, this was out of the realm of possibility of what people were capable of, as far as I'm concerned. And now it's this whole well, I mean, what what were your thoughts? I mean, your honest thoughts, because listen, I was in love with him. I was the guy that's like, see, I'm all so amazing. You were man. the biggest fan. Oh, I was, I mean, and it's always so funny because- I mean, she'd be like, yeah, or you be like, but what were your real thoughts about Sandoval before any of this? And have they, I mean, did they get better over time? I mean, were they great from the beginning? What were your thoughts when you would hang out with them? Listen, I think the only good judge of character here is Lala Kent, because I always, <laughs> I always liked him. I I never once, I'm, maybe Stassi too. I think Stassi kind of, her radar was, was out for that, but I always liked him. I always thought he was a good friend to everybody. I thought he went above and beyond to make things special for other people. And I would never in a million years think that he would have been capable of doing this to Ariana. Yeah. You thought like we all, their relationship was solid. And by the way, that doesn't mean they didn't have fights or problems like that. Every relationship does, but for the most part, you I mean, I mean, were you hearing tons of things about this guy sleeping around and stuff like that? I mean, no. I mean, we we see those Demois things. Somebody was leaking from inside. Somebody was like saying that they had a suspicion of this from the beginning. I know Lala, you like you said, always did, and I know she had even mentioned in a Heather McDonald Patreon that she had a suspicion about it. But that was that never went anywhere. I mean, this really is shocking. And then on top of it, and this is why it's so funny because I don't know if you watch Summer House. Do you watch Summer House? I do. You're kind of like Danielle in a way and that you go hard for your friends. Like you really go hard for your friends and not that Sheena doesn't, I'm not saying that, but I just noticed that you really. And so it is funny because your friend gets not roped into this, but like, dude, Sheena was on my podcast the day she was flying out to watch what happens live. And a big portion of the conversation was her standing up for Rachel Raquel. She literally was like, no, I'm like a little, I'm a big sister to her. And she was explaining what she's, you know, and I just imagine like Sheena was horrified in that moment of finding out. 
Folks, summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Now, I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and luckily, I found Quince. Now, I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts. I got a pair of green shorts. I cannot wait to style these for summer. And I got to tell you, the quality is great because Quince has all the seasonal must-haves, like 100% European linen shirts from 30 performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going. But there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S dot com. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline shocking completely like having the rug ripped out from under you just doesn't even describe it because she went so hard for that girl so hard yes. more than anyone and gave her a place to live when her and James broke up and she had nowhere to go she let her live in her apartment she was there to give her support and confidence and just be her number one cheerleader and so for her, you know, the focus is and should be obviously on Ariana and what she's going through. But there are other casualties here. And Sheena is one of them because she lost two of her best friends. She's mourning that loss. And then she's 
feeling like the heartbreak and pain for her other best friend. I just, it just really takes a lot for Sheena. Like, I mean, Sheena was going so hard. And by the way, I was kind of like, cause I really uh, appreciate Katie's side of a lot of this stuff. I really do. Like, and I was even in that interview going, I really understand what Katie's saying to the, but she was making me think, okay, you know, Raquel is so lost and Raquel is this. Now this goes be, I mean, also listen, I know she's 28 years old and I just don't think that's a child. You know, like I, I think there are certain delineate, like I think we all know that's a bad thing to do. Even if Tom was the aggressor, we know that's a bad thing to do. And especially because I keep like her and Ariana hung out all the time, you know, like that's so mind fuck. Absolutely. And I've been watching, gosh, I've been on my phone way too much. My vision is blurry at this point. Yeah, by the way, Jamie Jamie sent me a couple of voice notes. She's like, I can't uh, type anymore. My vision's really blurry. I've been way too on my phone. And I was like, welcome to life, Jamie. Like That's (laughs) how I roll, man. Like my vision is just always blurry. I can't imagine living like this. But over the last week or so, obviously, because constantly new stuff is coming out and coming out. And I'm seeing these montages of like you know their friendship like Ariana and Raquel's and it goes back so far it's like you kind of forget you know how long they've actually been friends and and known each other so it's just and I want to point out once once again to the audience is that Jamie is so the funny thing about this is that Jamie is so many other things that she works passionately for she's a passionate vegan she's like so into business she's all of these other things so it probably is a hair annoying that you're really sucked into a Vanderpump vortex right now even though I know you love doing shenanigans I know all that stuff but how annoying is this for you because you know you're like ah you know how much can I live in high school or you kind of like let's go let's roll I, okay, so many things. I'm feeling many things about that. One about my podcast, you know, when I was co-hosting Shenanigans and I still come back and do it. We just did one today. Obviously that, that podcast, it's an amazing podcast, but it's about pop culture and reality. Now I have, like you mentioned, all of these other interests. So I started Jamie all over to discuss veganism, animal rights, women in business, mental health, relationships, even the spiritual side and supernatural. And you get really good guests. Like you get like really like good <laughs> guests. So that's why it's funny. Cause I mean, I love Vanderpump. I fight for, you know, what I love so much, but that's what's just so funny is that your show is so much more. And all of a sudden your podcast, I'm guaranteeing you if it hasn't already, will probably hit the top 10 of TV and film podcasts if it hasn't already. It's, Currently number one in the U.S., Canada. And- <laughs> exactly. I'm absolutely shocked. So I was talking to my mom and I was reading off all the countries we're in, Nigeria, Trinidad and Tobago, like all of these places, like United Arab Emirates. You're you're huge in Trinidad. Huge. <laughs> Hong Kong. And number one in Iceland. That's, that's bizarre to me. But just obviously to see how the world is so interested in this saga is crazy, but no, I never imagined on one hand it's kind of, it's upsetting because it's like, I don't want to be number one for this reason. You know, I wish it was under better circumstances, but I have to keep telling myself, it's like, well, I have 60 plus episodes already done. Yeah. Hopefully they'll find those out too. And And they'll take something from that. Yes. And that's, that's the response that I'm getting. And that's a positive out of this, but no, I never imagined I would be the one reporting on this. 
Like this is your fault. Um, yeah. By the way, yeah, I'm not good at like I, you know, I can't. I'm so awkward around people. Like, like I can't. You have such a front row seat and and your guest was so because your guest filled in and that's why you got to go listen to this episode if you haven't already because he fills in then from Rachel Raquel's point of view where she's coming from and this is one of her friends and it's like really frightening because I mean here's and just to be honest with you and I've been honest with the audience I've been around Rachel Raquel a lot I've been you know and it's like she's always really nice but like sometimes I've used the word vacant a lot, Like, but I wanted to take a moment to talk about our sponsor this week. This week, we are sponsored, So Bad It's Good is sponsored by Factor. Uh, and that is America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. And I'm not joking about this. I don't know. I, I they've, they've, they've been a sponsor on this show before. And what I think is cool is that... Okay, listen, I'll just be honest with you. It, I'm lazy. You guys, I mean, I'm not lazy at this, but I'm lazy at a lot of other things. And I really will eat whatever's in front of me. And I've got to be careful about that because I got to learn. I got to put good things in my stomach. And I was working out with the trainer before I hurt my knee. And we were talking about meal plans. And he was like, dude, you got to do factor. And I was like, dude, they're one of my sponsors. And then we high-fived and hugged. We didn't do the hug or the high-five, but he w did recommend Factor. And I was like, that's crazy. They're one of my sponsors. But you can get nutritious, chef-prepared meals delivered straight to your door, leaving you time and energy to tackle everything on your to-do list. I mean, that's really it. You get to pick from options. They deliver it to your door. The meals are delicious, and they are under 550 calories um, and it, it's just amazing. You can look and feel your best in time for warmer weather. And my gosh, we need that in California. It has been raining nonstop here. But a lot of people like me are too busy to cook and I'm just not good at cooking. So with Factor, you get to skip that trip to the grocery store. You skip the chopping, the prepping, the cleaning up too. Factor is also fresh. It's never frozen. Meals are ready in just two minutes. So all you have to do is heat and enjoy. And then you're thinking, well, that's probably just, that's like cardboard. It's going to taste like cardboard. Guys, it doesn't. I They sent me and my parents a whole thing because my parents even got into this. Factor has delicious flavor-packed meals to help you live to the fullest. Now get this, you can also choose from keto, which I did. You can do vegan and veggie. You can do calorie smart and you can do protein plus options on the menu each week. Like I said, they're prepared by chefs and it's approved by dietitians and my trainer. Each meal has all of the ingredients you need to feel satisfied all day long. And what I like is that like they don't, it's not just like some protein bar. They make it good that you're eating a meal. So you have 34 chef prepared, dietitian approved weekly options. Every week, there's always something new to try. You can enjoy meals for any time of day with breakfast options like egg bites, smoothies, and more. Plus, you can replenish your snack supply because they have an assortment of like 45 plus add-ons you could also add. Um, and listen, you got to cut back on the takeout. I know, I know. I love it too, but you got to. Put the takeout money into something that's going to make you look and feel good. Get Factor instead. Not only is Factor cheaper than takeout, meals are ready faster than restaurant delivery. You put the time and money you save towards planning activities for when the weather warms up. So eating vegan or veggie is also a snap with Factor. Each meal, like I said, prepared by the chefs. Factor Meals has all of the ingredients you want, nothing you don't. 
Um, and if you're looking to mix up that vegan ve ve veggie option, you can also add the protein to it. So get Factor and enjoy clean eating without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh flavor-packed meals delivered to your door. It is ready in just two minutes, no prep, no mess. So head to factormeals.com. That's F-A-C-T-O-R-M-E-A-L-S.com slash SoBad50. I'm going to put this in the show notes as well. Go check it out for yourself. Don't just say no. Go check it out. Do it for the show. Do it for me, but also do it for you. Use code SOBAD50 to get 50% off your first box. So that's code SOBAD50 at factormeals.com slash SOBAD50, 50% off your first box. I don't know, you know, how usually you can get a read on somebody like I, I've you know hung out with you and you've been really nice or you've like, you know, like. I've just always been like, there's just like a blankness there that I can't, but it's not mean. She's never mean. I absolutely agree. I picked up on that as well. So again, another story that I mentioned in this current episode on my podcast back. And by the way, she had two, she had two episodes this week. First with Sheena, then this one all in the same week. Yeah. And what happened with that was that the second one that came out, which is titled team Sheena, that was supposed to be my podcast for this week. But then I had to hold it for reasons I can't really state right now, but I had to hold it. I had to take some things out of it. And then Sheena said, okay, well, since you're, you have to hold this one, come out to Palm Springs. Let's just do an impromptu episode. So I drove out to Palm Springs, hung out with her for the night. It was really nice to see her and relax out there. And so we did an episode and that was called Catching Up with Sheena Shea. So that came out on Monday. And then all of a sudden after that came out, I got the green light to release this one. So I released it the following day. Yeah, because but, you did this interview a little bit. I mean, you did this interview like five day, five or six days ago, right? It was, I think, on Friday. And so I released it on Tuesday. So you had to hold it for a certain reason, but I also want to, uh, I mean, I don't think you had to hold it for production. I don't think anybody, I don't production. think you've been, it yeah, I don't think yeah, so. A lot, of, a lot of people yeah. were asking, they're like, well, I thought you weren't, you know, bound to any contracts. Why would you have to hold something for production? It wasn't production. And I can't really say anything more on it. Yeah, yet, yeah, of course. We will. Um, uh, in terms of being Sheena's friend, how angry are you though, that Sheena got dragged into it in this very, uh, very different way. Like Sheena is a big part of this story now. I mean, I know you can't speak for Sheena, but being around her, has this stressed her out a great, cause I mean, listen, we see she's raising a family. We see Sheena is always a go-getter. She's always trying to get in there. This isn't necessarily the way she wants to get in places of like being brought into the story in this way. I mean, as a friend, what is her mental state like right now? She's having a difficult time because I mean, aside from all of the betrayal that has been going on, in addition to that, you know, this temporary restraining order was just more nonsense, you know, and more pain to be caused so unnecessary. And that's like, how could you do that to Sheena of all people, you know? And so that's a whole other level that Sheena is now having to deal with. And that is, you know, can be a stressful situation. So she's just trying to do her best to stay calm and be able to take care of Summer. Today she is getting a facial and get, taking some <laughs> herself. So she's just, you know, she's just trying to. Well, I mean, because I know Sheena likes to be in the mix, 
But no. I know she also doesn't like to be in the mix like this. I think there's yeah. a difference of that. And by the way, like I'm saying, like I've had Sheena mad at me before. I was never scared of Sheena. Fi- I was scared of Brock physically. I was right. never scared of Sheena physically. I was just scared of Sheena emotionally. Um, have you reached out to Rachel Raquel? I mean, I know he had your guest, but have you uh, third hand been like, girl, what you doing, man? No, I don't. I don't know if that day will ever come. I have nothing to say to her at this point, but I spoke to her on Wednesday before Watch What Happens Live. We spoke on the phone from- Because it was an exciting time. They were so like, and by the way, up until like after filming, that was a triumphant like experience for both of them. Sheena was excited to be there. Rachel was excited to be there and they did good. It was funny. Like that was all gravy. And then isn't it just bizarre? In fact, I was talking to one of the guys from Hollywood raw raw that Adam Glenn that said, Oh, I was with Sheena that night. And all, you know, like it's just so weird how things can change on a dime. And, and I just want to also point this out too. Sheena did not know about the extent of this at all going into it. Oh no. No, no, no. Yeah. Well, that's just, there's so many rumors that get put out there and stuff like that. So I, it's like people keep liking to make up things. I'm like, you don't have to, this story is already bizarre enough and you don't have to make up facts that go around it, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. The fact that, I mean, that was a major reason why I even put out that episode with Kale, because that was another thing going around within the podcast community and online. People were sending me things off of I don't know if it was Reddit or whatever. I don't know. But I was just getting bombarded with people saying, hey, people think that you guys all knew and you specifically because of my story, you know, about her lying or me asking me to cover for something. And they thought they that I knew beforehand. Can you can you quickly explain that story really quickly? Is that would that be possible or? Yeah, absolutely. I explained it all in detail on the on the podcast. Yeah, Yeah. no, I mean, yeah, I mean. Real quickly, it wasn't uh, it wasn't about that. I had no knowledge of what was going on with Raquel and Tom. Are we calling her Rachel now or Rachel Raquel? Or I don't know. Everybody keeps wanting me to call her Rachel. I don't really personally care about the name change. Like yeah. like I said to the audience, yeah. my name's Ryan Bailey, but when I first moved to LA, there was already a Ryan Bailey in SAG. So I went by Ryan Kyler Bailey because that's my middle name. Like, I don't really care, Raquel, Rachel. That doesn't even concern me. What concerns Ryan, me Ryan. is lying to your... Ryan. Yeah. Ryan. R Y. Yeah, exactly. There's so many names. I'm more concerned about the cheating and Ariana being hurt, you know? Yeah. No. So she, she had asked me to lie about that particular video that we were discussing earlier at Saddle Rant. No, I'm sorry. Not that video, a video that we, that was taken at the Canyon club. So she had taken video of James getting kicked out of Canyon club and another, couple which we saw, which we saw that night on the episode a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um, that was a very small snippet of it. And they kind of did not make that a storyline, but there was a very, there was a longer video. There were two videos basically. And she sent them into production. She took one of them and someone who was there for the show, Tom's show took the other video. However, I got into a bit of a (laughs) scuffle with those people and, and shooed them away. So (laughs) there was no getting them to sign any video release. So now Raquel turns in both videos to production and says they were my videos, but she didn't ask me ahead of time if I would cover for her and do that. And I was like, why can't you just say they're your videos? And in fact, in one of the videos, I'm in it. I'm like, Raquel, I'm in this video. You can't say (laughs) (laughs) So Jeremiah thinks it's your. (laughs) No one noticed, but I'm just like, 
So that's wild. Yeah. But I think, you know, and this is speculation, but I think she didn't want to tell production that she was the one that took the video because she didn't want the wrath of James. So instead, I got the wrath of James at Sir. And so none of that aired. (laughs) (laughs) Jamie. Oh, Jamie all over. You think you're so cool. (laughs) Well, wait, wait. What do you think, uh, like, from knowing all of these people, when people now are chiming in of, like, DJ James, like, it's disgusting. When we watch these people cheat on the show, just even as a viewer of the show, even if you're not friends with Sheena, what do you think about when people are chiming in when it's like, come on, guys, you've done, like, similar things on the show. Do you... Is there a part of you that's like, that's interesting? None of us are perfect, right? We all make mistakes. (laughs) But this is just a whole other level. And I think everyone has a right to be shocked about it, you know? And Yeah. Um, So, uh, I mean, as winding down here, you've given us so much time already for a very surprised interview. And the thing is, you know what, like, genuinely is like, Jamie is so full of like business, uh, like knowledge. And I could like that. Like she, I always want to talk to her about business because she already had like a very clear, uh, you have a very clear plan for how you want things to go. Don't you for like your show and you, and you seem to constantly strive for that. And this is nothing to do with Sheena or nothing to do with Vanderpump rules. Have you always been like that? Like, is this something that you just found a lot of motivation in the last five years? Or have you always been like this? I have not always been like this. No. Um, in fact, I was in commercial real estate for over 10 years, which you, by the way, you guys, she was in an episode, uh, showing Katie and Ariana. There's something about her locations. That was Jamie. And I don't do real estate anymore. I still have my license. And that day they were actually supposed to film at sugar taco, which is across the street from that location that I showed them. And they were supposed to film there with a different real estate agent who ended up something, something fell through basically. Yeah. And another spot that they were supposed to look at fell through. And I knew of this, I knew the owner of this spot. It was right across the street from where we were going to be anyway. And in a way I kind of shot myself in the foot because then the sugar taco scene got scrapped and now I'm putting on my real estate hat instead. And now I have all these people like, I didn't know you were in real estate. That's so cool. And it's like, I would have much rather have promoted sugar taco, which is what I'm actually doing (laughs) now. (laughs) Wait, because by the way, sugar taco keeps opening location. Am I correct in that? It keeps opening locations, right? We have two open right now, one in Sherman Oaks, which is where the filming was supposed to take place and one on Melrose in LA. And so we are now- How would you describe sugar taco for somebody that's never been there? It's a plant-based Mexican restaurant. It's fast, casual. We keep it very accessible, very affordable for anyone to be able to eat there. It's fun and you can get tacos, burritos, quesadillas, the best vegan churro donuts you will ever try. And it's all cruelty-free. It's all plant-based. And it's funny because Sometimes we get Yelp reviews, which are one-star reviews. And these are like the the best advertising because it's from dudes who come in who didn't know it was vegan. And they're like, I loved my taco and it was so good. And then I found out it was vegan. And it's like, thank you you for the best advertising. (laughs) Disgusting. This is disgusting. Well, but I mean, it's better than Schwartz and Sandy's reviews right now. I, I just will say that. Wait, do you guys serve, you guys serve booze there too, right? Or do, do you serve beer? Yes. Yeah. Beer, wine, margaritas, sangria, all of it. 
uh, I might when I when I used to work at the acting studio, I was taken there for a work lunch on the Melrose location. I don't know if that, but it was all, it was awesome. Like it was, it was, it was awesome. But that's what I'm saying is that like, you have so much stuff going. So it's really kind of funny to talk to you about something so remedial, but something that I love so much. And you're involved in such a very specific way over the years though, you've been around these guys forever. Like, do you want to tell me about any kind of secret relationship with you and Sandoval or anybody? I mean, is there any kind of thing that we can like, can I start some kind of rumor? Like what is, have you ever hey, fallen I in love with any of the Vanderpumpcast? You know what? There's a guy that's going to be on Winter House. I can't, maybe his name is Alex. I think he's from Below. Do you know about this? Is he from Below oh, Deck? Oh, uh, there, there's two new Below Decks. There's Below Deck. Are, is it the one that everybody's saying with the curly hair yes. and the... Yes. You like that guy? Or you, Why are you wait, rolling have you dated your that eyes? Because it's just so basic. It's like, oh yeah, he's abs. Everybody likes guys with abs. Like that's so, of course you're going to like him. That's the guy... Here, well, what I was going to say is that uh, Sheena asked me on the podcast that I did with her, who's my, who, who would be my type or who would I want to date from the Bravo verse? And I said, absolutely no one. They're, my type is not represented. And then I see a picture of this guy with the long hair and I'm like, okay, take it back. He is hot. But, and everyone's like, oh, let's make this happen. But then I'm like, let's just wait because I'm sure he's going to open his mouth and I will be completely turned off on episode one. So let's just. <laughs> I mean, that is kind of the thing about Bravo. Like most, like, you know, it's like palatable to a degree, but it is interesting just being around these people. It, you know, it's like when you're around Schwartz and stuff, like it's charming and stuff. But when you guys, you know, you're around, like, it's kind of like, yeah, man. Okay. Like, it's like the same, it's the same thing again and again and again. Um, as we wrap up here though, I mean, what do you think the future holds for what, like, is this the tip of the iceberg or are we like almost done with this in your opinion? You know, every time I think it can't get worse and that we're done, something new comes out, right? So at this point, nothing, nothing will shock me, I guess. I don't know. Like I, I'm just prepared. I'm on edge. I don't think it's over. I, you know, I don't think we're at the end of it. I think this is now going to be a thing all throughout all of this season. And now then the new episodes come out and then they're doing the reunion next week, I think, which is going to be. Wait, do you, wait, wait, I keep trying to get that. Like, do you know why they're, do, why they're not waiting until after if that hearing ever had, like, what, do you know why they're just not waiting? Like, do you, do you think potentially Raquel doesn't want to be there? And they're like, I, I'm not trying to like start trouble, but I'm just like, why wouldn't they hold it until everybody can be there in the same room? Like, I don't understand that even from a, a business perspective. Do you? I don't understand it. I know that none of the cast has any say in it whatsoever because I even yeah. said to Sheena, I was like, Hey, if you could take one for the team and do from zoom so that Raquel can. Do <laughs> Wait, you told Sheena to take one from the team and yeah. do it for She's like the F I will. No, would, that wasn't her. Wait, would her, Sheena do it from zoom? She would have, but it's not up to her. It's not up to her. So she has absolutely no say. And I don't think they want her to do it from zoom. So it's absolutely good. That's good because yeah. my thing is like, I want to, I mean, I know it'll probably be Raquel from zoom. And I think that because also I got to tell you this from a viewer's perspective, I don't know if I want to see Tom and Raquel come in holding hand. Like I, I, I just, I don't know. Like <laughs> it's like, we've been through so much. I don't know if I want to see that, you know, like it would just be really, really weird. And I would hate to see the camera cut to Ariana's reaction, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it would. I mean, just the thought of it right now is making me sick to my stomach. 
Oh, I, God. I, I, don't, I, I don't want to see it. But I, you okay, know so I'm sure many people actually do want to see it. They want that drama. So I know it's like the car crash. And and I mean, it is just fascinating. The season started, the season was already good. And it would like, I just always crack up about Sheena because it's like, you know, I feel like Sheena has to fight her way in every season. And this was not the way she, ex- but like Sheena was already integral by the third episode because of her podcast talking to Schwartz. And, and like now, because she was even saying like, I don't see a future for me and Katie, but then obviously they were together for that international women's day and hopefully, which will be a nice moment, but it's like, wow, this could actually bring people together that were already warring who knows, but like, I want some kind of positive end or outcome of all of this. Um, in terms of the podcast though, listen, you're number one in, Zimb- in Zimbabwe right now. You're number one in so <laughs> many different locations. What is the temptation now though, to, to go full Vanderpump, to go like, I, listen, I for the, to, I don't want to, I don't want to, I, you know, I think the beauty of this though, is that I have never preached to the choir about the things that I care about. So when I'm on shenanigans and I'm talking about watch the game changers documentary or what read this book. I'll just throw little things in there that I'm passionate about. And those people who are listening to shenanigans, a lot of times, this is the first time they're hearing that. Whereas, you know, if I wasn't also pulling people in with that pop culture audience, then, and it was, I was just speaking to people who already thought the same way that I did, I would be speaking into an echo chamber. So I do appreciate and love when I can talk a little bit of reality, a little bit of pop culture, and then throw in the things that I care about as well. And what I'm learning is I'm attracting an audience that also cares about those things as well, but they also like reality TV. And it's definitely a niche, I guess. I don't, I don't know, but it's, (laughs) it's working, but I'm, I'm definitely not going to go full. I'm not going to take your job, Brian. I will leave that's that. really that really that was literally the answer I wanted I was literally going like I don't want to ask her just point blank but I was like at this point she's got Zimbabwe on lock I can't really get to it at this point but that's what I'm saying you're really fun but I'm, that's what I'm saying like I keep when whenever I check out the podcast whenever I check out your Instagram there's so much more going on and you seem like you're constantly striving for information and knowledge and things like that and I think with the reality show audiences we are so sophisticated now that we can walk and chew gum at the same time so this could be the podcast for you guys and 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 listen i i i'm uh, anyways i i was gonna have jamie on and all of her friends on because actually i believe in sugar taco and i believe in what she's doing even besides this so she's actually doing me a big favor but i will say jamie has always been one of the nicest people to me uh she is like i'm just really nice really trusting she's always given me information that i've not actually even put out there and she's she's i really consider her a friend and uh so i just want to thank you so much for doing this i know this is kind of icky potentially to keep talking about this um and uh any final thoughts that you would like to leave us with any are you coming out with any merchandise like friend of sheena or uh friend of (laughs) friend of friend of yes sheena's best friend number one (laughs) friend of is actually friend of of would be a solid (laughs) i might do that merch anyways the podcast is called jamie all over what do we do for people that uh listen you know that come on this podcast we immediately rate it five stars on apple podcasts and spotify it's one of the easiest simplest ways just a click of the thumb to actually support something without paying one dollar but what it does it really helps podcasts even mine to actually get it in front of new people's faces to actually have somebody click on it and go i really like this person because there's a podcast 
podcast out there for everyone. And I think Jamie is doing a excellent podcast regardless of the Vanderpump stuff. So go support uh, Jamie. Please come back on again when we can talk um, about the guy that's in Winter House that you're in love with. We'll just talk about that the whole time. Thank you so much, Ryan, for having me. And I just want to say that I'm looking forward to going to see both of our favorite bands together. She loves Dashboard Confessional with a passion, and I love Counting Crows with a passion. And guess what? They just announced a co-headlining tour, and we're going to go. We are. And it's a couple days before my birthday, so we're going to go hang out (laughs) afterwards. It's going to be a full-on birthday extravagant wait wait can you do a brock imitation real quick i bet you have a good brock imitation i i don't i don't what do you want me to say ah no because i just always go hey i'm brock what's going on you guys hey it's like this irish leprechaun for brock it's so I, silly I, <laughs> with the arms okay <laughs> yes he's always he's like a motivational life coach i love the guy okay i'll talk to you next time okay thank you ryan Betches.